I hope you're not faint-hearted and don't die of fright when you hear this story. Before we start, I have to say that none of what happened was my fault. It was actually the fault of the person who invented the fishing fame board. That board is on the end of the wharf near my cousin Dan's house, and it has a window on the front. On that board are the photos of the winners. They are the people with the best catches of the year, looking all smiley and holding up their fish. That fishing fame board was just too tempting for me. I needed my photo up there. I knew. I could feel it in my bones. Have you ever really wanted something? I mean really wanted it, even to the middle of your bones where your marrow is? Then maybe you will understand how badly I wanted to be on that board and why I had to break some rules to try and get there. I am not talking about cheating. I did not cheat. Because it is never good to cheat, except when you play Monopoly and then you have to. (laughs) I am talking about just bending and stretching rules that aren't really good rules anyway until they break a bit. I'm good at fishing, and so is Dan. We've practiced fishing heaps. Mum always says, why don't you get out of the house and go play with Dan? And whenever I go there, Uncle Dave always says, why don't you two get out of the house and go fishing? Practice makes perfect, you know. We did know, and we should have been perfect and got our pictures on that board, but we hadn't. We could tie good knots and know what sort of sinker to put on our lines. We could mix up stinky bait, and we did catch lots of fish, but we had a problem. Our problem was that we only ever caught spotties because we had to fish off the wharf. (laughs) I bet you can guess why those fish are called spotties. Okay, so it's because they're spotty. But their spots are not the problem. It's their size that makes them too small. And that makes them hard to spot as well. Spotties hardly ever get bigger than 20 centimetres. If you look at 20 centimetres on your ruler, you'll see what I mean. Every time we went fishing, I looked at that fishing fame board and dreamed about getting on there. I have read the rules so many times, I even know them off by heart. The rules of the fishing fame board are Entrants must provide photographic proof of catch. Post to P.O. Box 4548. Photographs will not be returned. The fish must be caught by hand within the region. No netting allowed. There is no limit on the number of entries. Selections will be made six monthly and the largest fish will feature on our display. Judges' decisions will be final. They are pretty good rules, you might think look easy enough to follow, but they aren't because they are not fair. The people who fish off boats always catch bigger fish and get their names on the board. And as for us, we just catch spotties and our photos are never up there. I asked mum to buy us a boat. Here's what she said. Of course you can have a boat, Max. I will buy it with some of the money growing on that money tree in our backyard. Now, I've never seen a money tree, so I was pretty excited. But when I looked, I couldn't find one. I thought Mum must have picked it all when I wasn't looking and saved it up somewhere. When I rang Dan, he wasn't as excited as me. Well, I don't think you'll be getting a boat, he said. Why not? I asked. Because there's no such thing as a money tree. There is so, and we've got one, I told him. You would have to be crazy to believe that, he said. That was a mean thing for him to say. I thought maybe he was jealous because they don't have one at their house, so I didn't argue. Mum says... Sometimes you have to let things go for the sake of your friendship, which means don't argue or you'll get in a fight. What about Uncle Dave? Is he getting you a boat? I asked, just to change the subject. 
<sighs> he says we already have plenty of boats, sighed Dan. They did have plenty too. They had Uncle Dave's paddle boats. They're only for shallow water, for tourists and people who like to pedal boats around with their feet. I knew we were never going to be allowed to take one fishing. I knew this because our summer job was to sit on the beach next to the aquarium and hire them out for Uncle Dave. We showed people how to use them and made sure they obeyed the rules, which is why I know the rules of paddle boats off by heart too. Rules of paddle boats. Children under the age of 12 must be accompanied by an adult. No standing in the boats. No sitting on the nose or stern. Only two people allowed per boat, maximum weight, 200 kgs. Do not bump other boats. Do not paddle beyond the flags. <laughs> Those rules are okay, but you can see for yourself why we wouldn't be allowed one for a fishing boat. I thought about the boat problem a lot. Mum didn't get me one, even though she said she would. When I asked her about it again, she said, I'm thinking about it. Rome wasn't built in a day, Max. Which is strange, because I may not know how long it took to build Rome, but I'm pretty sure that has nothing to do with boats. Maybe she was going to get me a boat from Italy, but I think they make good ones here too. Uncle Dave wasn't helping Dan either. He said we should do lots of work for him and save up and buy our own. That was going to be hard, because he doesn't pay us much, and it would probably take until we are old to get one. It turned out to be good that he made us work more, though because that's where I got my brilliant idea. I was sitting with Dan, watching the paddle boats. The fishing fame board was glinting in the sun at the end of the wharf, and I was trying to think of my plan. Then it hit me. I don't mean the fishing fame board, I mean my plan. Oh, hey, I have a brilliant plan, I said. What? asked Dan. I whispered to him, and he was pretty impressed. We'll do it Friday when Dad's away, he said. I told Mum that on Friday I was going to work with Dan on the paddle boats, and then we would go fishing. OK, said Mum. Be good. You know the rules. I did, and I had just broken one already by not quite telling the truth. But really, she made me do it by not getting me a boat. Mum's rules sometimes change when I least expect it, but mostly I know them off by heart as well. The rules of my mother are, don't lie, don't steal, don't cheat, don't fight with your brother, tidy your room, be polite, no swimming past the shark net, be home before dark, do not get into trouble. Those rules are mostly good, but they can be quite hard to stick to if you're having an adventure. Mum can't see that I have to have adventures because I'm a kid. I tried to explain it to her last time I broke some rules. She just said... Don't try to worm your way out of this with quick talking. You are on very shaky ground, young man. Which was really funny, because there wasn't even an earthquake, and I am not a worm. On Friday, I packed my strongest fishing gear and borrowed my brother Ben's camera, which might have led to a fight, as I did not actually ask him for it. But that would only happen if he found out, and as I was going to put it back as soon as I was finished, I reckon he would never know. Getting stuff out of Ben's room is a bit like playing that operation game where you have to pull things out of the holes with tweezers, but if you touch the sides, it buzzes. Ben is worse than getting buzzed, though. He's bigger than me and good at torture. Luckily, I am sneaky, so I got the camera out without any noise. I also put in some lunch, some sunblock, and a life jacket, because safety was part of my plan. 
all that made my bag too full, and I couldn't do the zip-up. I knew Mum would think it was fishy, but not in a fishing kind of way, if she saw my life jacket, so I had to wear it with a big jersey over the top. I looked a bit like Father Christmas without the beard. It's really hot wearing a life jacket and a jersey in summer, and I was not comfortable. My face felt all red, and my arms stuck out a bit. Mum did pull a funny face at me, but she didn't say anything, so I don't think she noticed. When I got to the beach, Dan was already there. We made a sign that said, Sorry, no piddle boats today. Then we saw what we had written, and we laughed really hard. <laughs> I wanted to keep it how it was, but Dan said, oh, We have to change it, or people might smell a rat. Which is a strange thing to say if you think about it, because no one would ever want to smell a rat, and I can't think how rat smelling would make you guess what people were up to. Anyway, once it said paddle instead, we locked all the boats up except one. That was part of my plan. Are you sure you're up for it? Dan asked. You bet your boots I am, I said, even though Dan was wearing sneakers. Come on then. We jumped in and started peddling. That was when we broke the stealing rule, even though we were really only borrowing it. What are you kids up to? asked a tourist, floating on a lilo. Mind your own business, I said, which blew the politeness rule. He started to paddle towards us, so we pedaled off as fast as we could. Unfortunately, we accidentally bumped into him and tipped him into the water. Does that count as bumping into another boat? I asked. Hard to say, said Dan. There went another rule, but we were on a roll, so we whizzed past the flags, over the shark net, and out into the bay. Now we were knocking off rules like flies, and once you start doing things like that, it is all downhill from there, even if you are on the water. We had to get around the corner and out of sight in case someone tried to stop us, so we leaned forward and pedaled like racing cyclists. My legs burned and my chest heaved, but we made it all the way to Shark Point which is really funny because no one ever actually told us not to do that. I guess that's what you would call an unspoken rule.